Hi, I'm Charisma O'Keefe. And I'm Angelica Yard. And we're the heart behind the Heart and Hustle podcast. Every Wednesday, we share a new episode with our listeners on topics that range from business and creativity to leadership and innovation. We also interview some of the best and brightest in the industry and spread our love of entrepreneurship all over the internet with our hashtag, BossSoHard. We're on a mission to help you find balance in your life, creativity in your career, and dollars in your bank account. So sit back, relax, and take notes while we show you how to dream big, work hard, and repeat. Hello, welcome back. Welcome back to Heart and Hustle. It is still February, Black History Month. It is Valentine's Day. It's extra special Black History Month edition. It really is. Um, I love Valentine's Day, although weirdly enough, my Valentine's Day and Valentine's Day are going to be switched this year. So I'm celebrating Valentine's Day today with John, which like we don't really even do much normally for Valentine's Day. But like this year, he was really like, I want to go out, and I'm like, okay. Um, But I'm having Valentine or Valentine's Day on Wednesday which is going to be very fun as well. So I love Galentine's Day, yeah. though. It's the I best. I did a really cool Galentine's at the Edison, so that was super fun. Um, they're doing some stuff tonight, but I have to pop out and go to Tampa, so. Yeah, I'm I'll like, that's why I'm like, I'm doing Galentine's Day on Wednesday because everyone, like, everything is, like, everyone's going to be out and about dating But I'm like Wednesday. everybody else, I'm like, my Valentine's Day is Friday when I go see Black Panther because we blackity, blackity, black, 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 so yeah. I don't even. I don't, like, I, like, we're doing Valentine's, or, yeah, Valentine's Day tonight, and then, yeah, I like, I'm Panther. going to Black Panther on Thursday. Um, to an early, like, special screening that they're have, having. I'm going on Friday, and then I'm going on Saturday. So I'm very excited about the weekend. It's going to be really fantastic. I'm debating so if I'm going to go on Sunday or not. I have a friend who, like, my friend Sherelle, I want to go with her, um, but she's kind of one of those people that's like, listen, give me a few weeks so that, like, all of this stops happening. But I'm like, yeah, but it's opening weekend. Like, we got to go. So, But I'm at least going three times opening weekend, and we'll see about that Sunday. That might be my day of rest. Um, but I'm, I'm very excited and like the extra person I am, I'm wearing a different outfit. You would not wear every, the same. Every, well, yeah, but I mean like, you know, like, cause you have to have a Black Panther outfit. No, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, like, no, I, yeah. I'm like. Exactly. Okay. Oh, no, you're here with yeah, me. You're here, here with me. With okay. You. Yeah. I'm like, are, yeah. are, do you not? Do you so, not? So <laughs> I, I have a different outfit planned for each time. I'm very excited. Oh, man. Can so we black. just, can we do black this love. once a month? So excited. Can we do like a, a Black Panther movie like every year in February? I feel like that would be a thing. It's yeah. your job. You hear me. Yeah. Listen to this podcast. Let's do it. I like it. All right. So we're going to do, like, if you are a blogger from 2009, like we are, um, then you are familiar with Currently Posts because we used to do these all the time. Yeah. So you just I mean, kind of. We're still doing them. We, we just aren't. We're not reading, reading them. them? Okay. Well. <laughs> but they're still doing know. them. The blogs that I bought, they still do them. But I, I, just... I love a good Currently Post. Like, I mean, I should bring that back to my blog because they're just, they're just like to the point. I like it. Like. I get an update on what's going on, and, you know, it's just, like, quick, easy. I love it. So we're going to do a currently post, but a currently recording. <laughs> so starting out currently, what are you reading? I am reading, and I'm almost done, and I'm super kind of sad about it because I only have, like, 20 pages left. Um, what We Lose by Zinzi Clemens. It's been a really, really, really good read. It's super short, so I've literally just read it in an hour today, and I'm almost done. Um, and then I'm starting Gabrielle, not Gabrielle, um, Taraji P. Henson's yes. book next, so I'm yeah. very excited about that. So that's my my reads for this week. What are you reading? That's awesome. Um, I'm actually rereading all the Black Pan- Panther comics this week because um, I just figured it was it's a good time a this good time. time to do it. Yeah, and um, John had got me a few more of them for my birthday, so I was like perfect timing. Uh, this like so last month I read only books by. 
uh, black women, mostly memoirs. This year, I'm just reading like only books by black people in general. And then next month, I'm going to do books by women since it's going to be, you know, Women's History Month. So, yeah, like my next book that I'm going to read is uh, the new like Ta-Nehisi Coates book that just came out that's right there looking all beautiful. So that will be what I read after I finish uh, with all these comics. Um, What are you watching? What am I watching? Doc, I bet it's a documentary. I bet. I bet. I put $10 on it. There's a Gloria Allred <laughs> documentary on Netflix that just came out last week. And so it's it's kind of like, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to be black, 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 but, you know, I give my exceptions. So um, I, I'm sorry. I'm like, this is my pre-Women's History Month. So yeah, I, it prep. was really well done and very good. But also Queer Eye. So I was sure going to say, say that too. That's exactly so, what I was going to say. Queer Eye is so I've good. I've been watching Queer Eye, <laughs> and I'm also, this is my period week, y'all. So I'm just crying. Right. No, I cried all like, the, the whole time. Like, John comes home. No, because, it's, not, like, it's not just your period. You just had to cry anyway. Like, like I've been so, crying. And what's crazy, so, okay, so he comes home, and, like, the other day he came home, and he had bought, like, um, Girl Scout cookies, because I'm trying to eat, like, more vegan, so he got, like, Thin Mints, because they're vegan. So they're, like, in the freezer so that I won't eat them, because that's, like, my thought process. Like, if they're frozen, I won't eat them. But that's not true. That's not I true. do, I'd love to eat them out of the freezer. I think I just tell myself I feel that. like Girl Scout cookies taste better when they're in the they freezer. Do. All of them. They do. <laughs> so I'm, like, sitting on the couch. And I'm like bawling. Like, I mean, like, I am like losing it. And like, I did not, like, I wasn't paying attention to the time. Like, I had no idea what time it was. So he like walks in the door and he's just like looking at me, like, are you okay? And I'm like, it's just, it's just a queer eye. And he's just like, oh my God. So (laughs) he comes in or whatever, puts his stuff down, makes dinner. And then, like, because I turned it off because I was like, I don't want you to like come in to like, the end of the episode like you have to see the whole thing so we started watching from the beginning and when like I don't want to give too much away but in the first first episode where it's the guy who kind of like when they like remake and he kind of looks like Drew Mm -hmm. Carey to me Uh, but he he wants to look like Ulysses S. Grant so and he's real like southern and like country and stuff he's like everybody like all my friends grandpa like that's what got me because he looks like so many of my friends grandpa and it it takes place in Georgia so it's even more like yeah he actually reminds me a lot of my cousin Ian's grandfather from the other side of his family uh, Papa Jim so when he got like real emotional John was like John was like I can't, I can't, <laughs> this is making me cry, and I was like, I told you, so I have, I've watched every episode except the last one, because I'm just saving it. I'm still halfway it. through the, the last like, one. Like, I'm just yeah, saving same. it, because I'm just like, I'm so why sad was that this we're so done. fast? This I'm so sad, same, same. And so I've watched episodes one through four twice, because I've watched those with John. So, it's like, I don't know what I'm going to do when it's over, uh, I'm really upset. I did like a whole thread on Twitter, like, just so like, good. questions I have. Like oh yeah, your questions about Karamo's uh, like haircut. Does he get a haircut each time? Like it looks so good. Karamo and tan. But are yeah, my I feel like eight episodes <laughs> is definitely not enough. No, they should have done like twenty. What's wrong with that? Also, when you're looking, I have a question since you are from Atlanta. When you're looking at like the Fab Five loft, do you like recognize that area? A little bit, but it's like because it's like can someone yeah, find me? Like that? when they go to places, I, I'm just basing it off of I have friends who are in the industry now since now they're at Hollywood's in Atlanta um so much so knowing where they were when they were working on the set and also yeah. knowing 
where they're shopping because I work in like, a lot of the shopping. Go, I'm just yeah. assuming it's in certain areas. Because um, like we're going to Atlanta like to do kind of just like a little scouting trip. Because she's and still then, never been. Why I still haven't been. been. I know. I should and then, stop recording this podcast. And I know. Go. And then I'm gonna meet up with Narsha, and then I'm gonna meet up with Elle from Wildcat Echo. Krista, David, yeah, to Atlanta as well. It's like there's so many people that I need. Like I'm gonna like. It's funny because I'm gonna just need one day where I just have coffee with people. Like I'm like everybody gets an hour. I mean honestly all those people. Um, really it's as out of cat really know each other anyways but i so basically lunch. my goal while i'm there one of my goals is to go try where they do that shot life. of like the fab five with the like little thing in the like the water yeah, tower yeah. in the background yeah, and, like yeah, i, I want to be in that shot so I, I feel like the other places like at least they tell you the name so we like, can okay, try good, and heal but... it based on where, where i think it is because again i'm not there all the time and i didn't go at all last year so things have already changed and yeah i'm like i need happened. you and i need all but the I atlanta people Kat that we know to get together and tell me where i think it is is really close to where she does a lot of stuff so it's really great i also like i so hope okay. i hope this is one of those things like reality tv shows where they do like you know like like you know certain shows will be on like season 20 and you're like right. didn't that show start 5 years ago like I don't understand yeah. like I'm pretty sure that's how the fast track stuff does it That's how I feel it. about so, not just reality shows but I'm doing the the black history thing and I didn't know the game was on for 9 years yeah, the game that was on for a long a time. Long time. Yeah, that was on for a long time. That they killed every like not killed, but kicked everybody off the cast like for real. in the third and, or fourth season. And That's the crazy. fact that like they moved to BT and it, yeah, but nine years for just, a show. It did not end the way I that I want. Like didn't for watch all it. that, I never watched. The it. way that it ended was real <laughs> upsetting. I watched like one episode. Don't watch it because it's like. <laughs> I watched it I because, it's not you know, it's like yeah. growing up with watching Sister Sister, I was like, I need to be supportive. And I don't, you know, I don't understand football or whatever, yeah. but I was like, whatever, Sports like, balls. I'm going to be supportive of, you know, anything the Maori twins do. But then the ending, I was just like, you made me watch this for this, though? Like, this is what, no, Mess. no. Okay, moving All right, on. so moving on, eating. What are you eating right now? What am I eating right now? Right now, I am, like, okay, what I ate over the weekend, I can talk about that, was at Foxtail Farmhouse, which if you're in Orlando, brand new, Foxtail Coffee's everything. Yes. Um, they just opened a little quick service restaurant that they do paninis, mm. and they have a gravity bar for coffees, and they have different drinks, so I was there, we got different paninis, um, I'm eating... Not so, I'm going to say super clean, but mostly clean all the time. And on the weekend, I allow, like, a, a sugar. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not doing sugar during the week. Uh, processed sugar, by, by the way. Um, and that's just yeah. me because I'm doing different things with my training. So it's not because of health reasons. or anything. It's just I like to pick up heavy things yeah. and put them down. So <laughs> to do that. Um, so that's what I'm, I'm – that was my kind of uh, weekend splurge. It was really, really, really good. And I say that as we have kind of high standards on food. Yeah. So the fact that I can go get a you know nine dollar panini or get this custom you know hummus, I'm with this, try it's, it there. it's really good. It was because I I love their coffee. Yeah. Well, their chai, but yeah. And they had Valhalla donuts, um, which y'all know how I feel. I was saying I know that that's about. what you were like. The only thing I want for Valentine's Day is the donut bay, <laughs> which is a, a literally just a bouquet of donuts from Valhalla Bakery, and when I, which I could not eat. I, I eat one donut, and that's way more than enough. But they're so. They're vegan, so they're really, really good vegan donuts. Vegan donuts, I don't think people understand. It's really hard they are to make so, a vegan donut. Yeah, but donut. when they're done well, it's like they're, it's I feel so like good. there's so much. Because I'm not a huge donut person. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I could take them and leave them half the time. But, like, there's, like, two places in town. One is vegan and one isn't. Yeah. They're both Oh, there's Duck amazing. Donuts at, um, not Duck Donuts, uh, Donut King. Donut at, King, yeah. Donut King and Valhalla are, at like. At Creative Mornings, oh, and I thought God. about you. But yeah. I knew I was going to Valhalla, so I didn't get one. 
But I thought about you as yeah. I, I walked past the box. I would have probably, you're better than me because I would have eaten one. David ate one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so right now I'm eating a lot of like chocolate kale smoothies because I freaking love so chocolate. And like, I don't know, like something about like a chocolate kale smoothie, like you don't really taste the kale, but like you get enough of it that it's still like so a little crunchy. It's so you good. like chew and it's, it's, it's just really good. Um, I've been like trying to like switch up my smoothies every week so that I don't get bored. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we actually went to Tampa over the weekend and ate like at the Holland Franklin, which you're about to do. And it was super delicious. Um, like it's a place that has like, they have these up in Baltimore too when I was up there, but it's like, and I'm sure you're city does too ours doesn't oh, yeah. because i don't freaking know why can Food somebody also, do this in orlando been a thing, but, they're um, becoming more but like what's more really popular. cool about this one is that it's really high end yeah so a lot of other ones that i've been to and it's funny to me that this one is actually called the hall on franklin because like they kept with such a simple name but it's such a high-end area whereas like other halls that i've been to have been like very like this is chill this is you know feels more like a food court or whatever yeah. um but this is like very high-end very beautiful um, and we ate like just a ton of different things and tried different things. Uh, they have like an in-house coffee There's place a really that's good really one fantastic. In Little Rock that we went to when we were in Little Rock was really good. Um, Sport is Sport is kind of a pop-up food hall. I think they have like a they have some standing locations in LA. Uh, obviously, everybody knows Reading Terminal in Philadelphia is kind of the. I feel like what everyone kind of the OG food hall, yeah. so to speak. Um, so I need to get the name of the one that I went to in Baltimore because I don't remember. Like no. I went there and then I went to like, a dance class after, and, it, like, I, I, or, no, I went to a dance class before, and then I went there after, so, like, I wasn't focused on the names of things, because I was just, like, I'm hungry, yeah. um, but, yeah, it was really good, and then, of course, I'm eating Thin Mints, because it's Girl Scout cookie season, Still so. haven't gotten a box. You're impressive. I know. You're but I didn't impressive. last year, either. I think maybe I'm, eh. you don't like them. Mm. The I, I do like them. I, I, I actually really like Girl Scout cookies, but I don't know if it's inconvenient for me to go find them. Or, oh, I like, guess they're at Publix, I Yeah, think. and I don't go. But it's just, like, when the time yeah, is. Yeah, it's on the weekend. John happens to, the to yeah. like, John has, John's got them, so I don't know. Right, I don't know. And then my he friends who sell them, them online, like, I'm like, good. okay, that's cool, but I don't want $20 worth of Girl Scout cookies yeah, that's, for them to ship them to exactly. my house. Like, that's not, I don't need that in my life. So. Yeah, John got a whole bunch, like, I don't like other kinds, I only like Thin Mints. It's very weird. I like the other kinds, like, I can people do make Samoa. me try them. I can, I can eat Samoas a Tagalongs. are okay. Tagalongs are the peanut butter, butter one. Yeah, are they the peanut, peanut butter, butter chocolate? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're fine. But it's just like, to me, like, if there's another cookie in a Thin Mint, then it's like, I'm just going to go for the Yeah, Thin Mint you're, you're like, if I have an option. It's like, if it wasn't Girl Scout cookie season and you handed me a Samoa, I'd eat it. Yeah. But like, now if you hand me a Samoa, I'm like, but no. where do the Thin Mints go then? <laughs> like, this is going to take oh, up like, the space of two Thin Mints. Okay, let's I not know, talk about, about it. <laughs> anyway, that food. All right, so what are you listening to? What am I listening to? I'm not, um, music-wise, I am still only listening to NERD's album, No One Ever Really Dies. I am a huge, huge NERD fan, like, really, like, since high school. Um, so this album has been nonstop repeat. And also, the Black Panther soundtrack yep. has added its way into my rotation. So I am spinning yep. those two yeah. concurrently in terms of music. In terms of podcasts, I am catching up on Black Girl Gnome and because I was I let them build up. So that's where I am right now in terms of podcast binging. Yeah. Um, I have been listening to the Black Panther soundtrack on repeat. John was really 
Like, he, like, put it on our calendar. Like, I was like, babe, I, I won't forget when it comes out. And then he was texting me that day from work, like, are you listening? Are you listening? I was like, I was no, like you feel you're like teaching track? children, so, like, why do you care right now? Like, you can, like, I don't understand. Like, relax, calm down. Um, and podcast-wise, I've been, like, I kind of binge-listened Pod Save America because I, same yeah. thing, I let, well, I let it build up and then also kind of, like, going into 2018, I kind of, which is, like, weird for me, but, like, took a little bit of a political break. Same. Not, like, a major one, like, I still was kind of keeping up with some things, but, like, but staying a little but bit same. away from news, yeah. So, I, that was kind of, like, I don't mind that form of, um, information, like, it's not, still, it's not, it's, it's yeah, it's not given in a way that's, like, ridiculous, yeah, like, the news. it's not dramatic and red fonts But and it's, like, just the, what is actually happening still is crazy. Even if you just deliver it in, like, a monotone, like, relaxed it voice, it's Mr. still. Roger sitting you down with a yeah. cup of tea And you're still, your like, hand. this still is alive. freaking nuts. Yeah, yeah. so I, be, I started listening to those again, and I'm really excited because, just like Two Dope Queens, they're getting a show on HBO. Yeah. So that's going to be really awesome. I'm excited to see that, like, whole the whole situation like how you go from a podcast to a tv show and what that platform is going to look like what that change will look like if the content stays the same obviously right. it probably won't but how it changes and also i'm like hey somebody give us a tv show that'd be great thanks appreciate um it. <laughs> what are you looking forward to besides black panther because i think that's i mean I'm this like, is black panther week so else? that's there really all else? like so like i guess next week what's next week i have no idea i am i'm i don't you guys, I'm so busy with work that I don't even know what's happening until it's happening, so I can't... I am looking forward to having a day when I can go to the beach because it's summer weather in February now. We're out of winter. Apparently, we went straight from winter to summer. Yep. It is 86, 87, 88 for the next couple of days, so I'm going to try to Which I, I think of that as, like, pre-summer because uh, real summer is, yeah, like, it's like it's, death It's New York summer right yeah. now for yeah. people in New York. are like, oh, it's so hot in July. It's like, no, that's what it is right now. That's what it feels like yeah. right now as I walk outside. So I'm trying to get to the beach during our winter or whatever, New York summer, uh, in the next couple of weeks before it becomes unbearable. Agreed. And before everyone yeah, else Yes, so I'm goes. doing everything outside right now. We are trying to get outside. I'm eating outside. If I go out to eat, I'm only eating The weather is, like, especially once the sun drops, it's really nice. Yeah. Like, John and I did, like, an hour walk last night, and it was just like, this is, like, we're not sweating. It's and that's fantastic. whenever you don't sweat in Florida, you're just like, It's a good what? day. You're like, it's like, such a good day. It's yeah, shocking. So I'm looking forward to that. All right. And then also doing work-wise... What, what are you looking forward to? Oh. Forward to? Yeah. You guys good? I don't even know what's happening right say, now. Oh, say, say. <laughs> um, <laughs> What am I looking forward to? Um, well, we, like, we're trying to get the details together for our trip to Atlanta, and we also are planning possibly doing a trip to D.C. soon, so I'm looking forward to those things. We're not traveling as much the first half of the year. We're saving a lot of our travels for the second half of the year, but we just wanted to get those two trips in, and, like, I kind of think, like, you know, because John and I have, you know, it's not like a huge secret that we've been talking about moving out of Florida. So <laughs> that's not if anybody's listening to this podcast. Yeah, people know. might know. Um, but yeah, so we've been trying to like focus on what are trips we can do in Florida that we haven't done in a while. Because honestly, like we both grew up here, so like I don't think there's much we haven't done. Period. Like right. we've been to most places at least once. But you know, things we have. If there is something we haven't done, we want to do it. And then also like just places we haven't been in a while, or like friends and family that live nearby, but. You know, when we come back to Florida to visit, like, we're probably just going to come to Orlando. Like, right. I'm not going to go to Fort Myers and Miami every single time that we come back to right. Orlando. So I'm, you know, hoping that a lot of our friends and family will come up to Orlando to meet us. But we're like, we should probably do a tour to kind of see everybody yeah. before we head out. So I think that we're going to spend most of our time doing, like, local travel for yeah. the first half of this year. But I'm kind of excited about that because I haven't, 
you know, I haven't done local travel in a long time. Like I, I mean, besides like Tampa and, um, Tarpon Springs, which we do pretty regularly, but outside of that, I'm like, I have, I can't tell you the last time I've been to like Cocoa Beach or even Miami, Jacksonville. like Jacksonville. Yeah. So like I've driven through it and yeah, been like, bye, <laughs> but, <that's not> <laughs> but yeah. So St. Augustine, like, yeah. so yeah. So I'm excited to, to kind of do that. All right, so doing work-wise. Work-wise, we are doing a lot right now. It's, <laughs> it's so great. Uh, no, I'm doing a lot of identity projects right now, which never... Like, it's crazy because I feel like we have ebbs and flows between stuff, but generally, web work definitely is a priority. So we're doing some, like, some big web stuff, but it's a lot of other little bitty projects right now, which I like because you get them one and done. They're yeah, easy yeah. Um, so I didn't any work. It doesn't take me that long. It's usually a two to four week thing. And that's generally me waiting on other people to, to yep. give me things. So I'm doing a lot, which is number one. It's kind of, it's like a blessing and a curse because I knew that was going to happen the moment I decided to do 28 logos <laughs> in one month. Yeah. Is that now all these people are going to want logos and, and that's what happened. So it's kind of slowed me down a little bit on my project just because I'm trying to catch up with other things. So a lot of logos um, and a lot of um, brand strategy sessions. We're doing a lot of sessions. Um which is pretty cool because it's, it's nice to take a break from creative work every now and again and be more analytical with people. So mm -hmm. that's kind of cool. That's what we're doing a lot of right now. But still the same old, same old. Some sites, some stuff, you know, you know. stuff. Yeah, like I, I know exactly what you're talking about with little projects because I'm like wrapping up a big one right now that I'm just kind of like, I'm so appreciative for the project. It's really cool. It put me in a new yeah, uh, money bracket, exactly. but I'm also like done. Like mm -hmm. I'm very done. And yep. so it's for um, like this local guy who bought a sports league and I did like a complete rebrand with him. Um, trained him on social media and then did a new website. So we're in those final stages of just like finishing up that website and making it live. Um, and it's kind of hectic because he's also in his season for the league. Right. And so it's like, you know, it's hard for him to like get things back to me yeah. and yada yada. And then it's like, I'm working with three other people on the project. We're all working together as a team. So it's a lot going on. I'm really excited because it should be wrapped up by the end of next week. And I'm just like, hallelujah. And then I'm also like overlapping that and starting, um, kind of the same sort of scope of large project with a celebrity wedding photographer. Um, so that's going to be really fun. I always love working with photographers, especially wedding photographers, because like I don't ever want to shoot weddings again, but I love wedding imagery. And yeah, and it's like <laughs> exactly. I, I get like a lot of where they're coming from and stuff. So working with photographers is always such a good uh, marriage for, for me business-wise. Um, and then actually speaking of photography, like... I have a few people that have actually reached out recently about boudoir and I haven't done a boudoir party in a really long time. So I was talking to John about it the other day and I'm like, I think I'm just going to go ahead and do a party because I have multiple people asking me to do boudoir sessions. And essentially like it's so much more money to do a boudoir session because mm -hmm. you're, you're booking the right. studio or the uh, hotel or whatever completely on your own. And it's just it, like, that's why I price it a lot more. Whereas when I do a party, it's like, you're saving hundreds of dollars. Exactly. And these girls, like I'd rather save them hundreds of dollars if that's, you know, sometimes you have to do, you can't do a boudoir party because if you're going to do like a calendar, which I've done that quite a few times with girls, if they're going to do 12 different looks, 13 different looks, then obviously like right, that's, that's going to take us all longer, day. Right. Yeah. But it, with, with, for a boudoir party, it's like I shoot each girl for about like 
50, 45, 50 minutes. Yeah. Um, so it, it works out perfectly. And then one of them is getting, you know, it's Make kind of like, yeah, it's like, it's exactly. kind of like an assembly line. It's like they come in, they're greeted by my assistant, then they are put in the makeup chair. And then after, you know, their hair and makeup is done, then they head over um, to the other side to me. So it's, you know, but I'm in a separate room. Um, so yeah, so <clears throat> I'm looking forward to doing that. I haven't done one since last year. And so it should be really fun. I actually probably am thinking about doing it late March. Um, so pretty much anybody who's been asking me about it, I'll have the date like next week for sure. Uh, but if you've been wondering about it, this will be the time to do it because it'll be a heck of a lot My cheaper. brain is just like, there are people who want to do 12 I, oh yeah for a calendar yeah god bless them yeah like this girl <laughs> was gorgeous too like the last calendar i did she was absolutely gorgeous and she was getting married and so she wanted to do that for her husband's gift just do like a full so calendar sweet. and we did like themed for every single you know and it was it That's was awesome cute. yeah it was <laughs> I'm really like, awesome but just give me donuts and uh keep paying for my gym membership so i can keep picking stuff up and putting it down yeah <laughs> i'm like i don't even need your calendar fam i just need donuts yeah she she i mean <laughs> i'm sure so i'm cute. sure he was very happy though i'm oh, sure yeah. he would probably rather I, have the calendar um because she looked donuts are good, she looked really awesome donuts are good though what if, um she looked like she didn't eat donuts, actually. Actually. like just um, give me donuts while i'm eating while i'm looking <laughs> at your calendar yeah she looked like she did not eat donuts because like she looked like absolutely perfection yeah body so but I, what's fun you, about body be banging what's people. fun about like boudoir though is that your body doesn't I work with your body different, is your yeah own. everyone looks completely different and you know you have all different body types i have a lot of bigger girls that will come in and they'll be like oh my god i'm so like afraid and i'm like girl you are gonna be fine everybody is and sexy in after like i friends. take a few photos i'll normally because i don't like to show photos in camera because that's obviously right. not what i'm going to be yeah. delivering to you however with boudoir i always do at least one because once I do, and the girl sees how amazing she looks, and this is just in camera raw, you yeah. know, she sees how beautiful she looks, and then she's like, holy crap, I am amazing. And then they just open up, and they're like, wow, I'm going to work this. Yeah. So, yeah, so it should be fun. Boudoir is definitely my favorite type of photography, and, you know, I've really taken a huge step back from photography over the past two years, but I think, uh, you know, I'm going to incorporate more time for boudoir into my schedule because I really love it. So, awesome. so yeah, so that is our currently, we have um, an interview today with uh, Monique Garcia, who is a calligrapher, an artist, um, a designer, illustrator from Miami, Florida. Uh, and she and, I have, she and I have actually worked together. She is one of my clients, um, and she's really awesome. So we're excited uh, to talk to her kind of about her transition from kind of working in for her business for five years and then making that transition to being full-time only with your business and not having a second job, plus getting pregnant the year after Work. you the year after you go full time a so. whole year i'm so dumb <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you guys monique is gonna give you your your details about why special details matter i think that's a yeah. lot to do with what she her yeah. thought and process for her work so that little extra magic extra and magic. we will see you guys next week bye, bye. So today on the podcast, uh, we're really, really excited. We have Monique, who is the owner of Only One Mark. And uh, yeah, so tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, tell us about your business, and you know, how you spend your days. Hey guys! Uh, my name is Monique. Uh, I own Only One Mark Inc. Uh, or Only One Mark. I keep saying the ink, but anyway. <laughs> um, we, uh, we are a custom design and calligraphy um, stationary and paper good company. 
we do a lot, a lot of custom designs, or we specialize in custom designs. We do invitations and paper goods for weddings, for birthdays, for baby showers, pretty much anything that you could think of. Um, and we really like to add just like a little sprinkle of magic to every project that we touch. So that's kind of my my little, I, I guess you would say, uh, oh, mantra for each yeah. day that okay. we go in. Yeah. Yeah. And you paint on jackets. That's very important. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm slowly opening up and kind of doing a whole bunch of different things. So jackets, yes, is one of them, um, which has been a huge like, oh, my gosh, you do this? So more of those out there. Um, we've done a, a couple of different things, like now trying to think about all the all the different um, projects that I've, I've been a part of. I think the last one of the last ones we were doing calligraphy on like the Capri shells, we were doing, we've done um, vow books, we've done just a whole bunch of different things, up to the point of this past weekend where we did um, a gender reveal box. <laughs> yeah, and it looked so good. It was Star Wars themed. Yes. Yeah. That's super awesome. I think um, the, the fun thing about calligraphy and hand lettering is that you get to just you can do it on anything. Um, so it's kind of yeah. cool to see how many things can you make as small as like, I know somebody I know just uh, wrote some calligraphy for a wedding on the sneakers that the person the bride was wearing. So it was a pair of Converse's oh and I thought that was gosh. super cool. That's cute. And uh, Hillary Powers, who was here in Orlando, she's in Colorado, but she did all of the lettering inside of our local Bloomingdale's uh, in the dressing rooms, which is super cool. Wow. Too. And, like, I, it just, that, that's awesome. Yeah, right? Like, super cool stuff. So I really am excited to talk to you about what you've been doing. So you went full-time last year after five years of being in business. And what's that been like? And what are some of the challenges you've experienced along the way? It has been a roller coaster, quite <laughs> literally. <laughs> um, thinking that after being in business for five years, um, kind of going on six, it's been, I, I thought I kind of had all the kinks kind of taken care of. And then somehow, first day of being full-time, it was like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> that sounds so terrible, but so funny at the same time. Um, but really, it's been an awesome experience. Um, a really, really awesome experience because I can essentially set my own hours. If there's a day where I'm not feeling well and, and I, I can be able to maybe shift the schedule so like I could take the morning off and then just power through the, the afternoon or vice versa. Um, or even when there's um, things that need to get done, not only for the business, but all the personal, I can actually do all of that. And it's not like some, we're crazy chickens running around without a head because that was pretty much how it was before. Um, and I could say it's a lot, it's a lot easier to kind of start noticing your, your pattern or your schedule, the schedule, the pattern schedule, I guess you want to say. Um, but pretty, pretty much it's been, it's been a huge blessing. It really has been. Um, each month has been, has provided something different, both, you know, project wise and financially it's been it's been a roller coaster. That's been my <laughs> that that's been my thought process. <laughs> Has it felt like a relief to go from like having two jobs like down to one? 
huge yeah for me it was huge and I could I could say wholeheartedly that for me it was a huge stress relief and it took a huge load off my back because I actually could stop and say okay I'm putting a pause button on the business now I can actually go watch a movie or watch tv with my husband or yeah. oh yeah I can actually go make it to the family get-together um this weekend or be able to say well I'm taking a day off and I'll make it up another time but not where um I'm constantly working like 24 hours a day yeah I or, feel the same um, way like because when I first started working and I, I still, I know a lot of people that are still in that grind and I, and I still push for them because it's, it's amazing once you get to the other side. It's not, you know, the, the greenest grass, it's not peonies and daisies all over everywhere, but it's still a lot better when it comes to like quality of life. I really think that. Yeah, I completely agree because when I first started, um, like my business back when I was like 20, um, I was kind of doing like I was a substitute teacher full time and I was doing my business like on the side and I just I didn't have weekends. I didn't have evenings like I just like worked on the clock. And when I finally was able to just focus on just one thing, you know, even though I don't really focus on one thing in entrepreneurship, but you know, like just like <laughs> like just having my my business and that being like my main focus has, you know, just again, like you said, it's a stress relief. It's like you actually have time to do things and you actually get to those family get togethers and spend time with your husband and all those things, because it's, it's really hard to balance all of it. And I know people that do it for like, some people just prefer it. Like we had somebody, um, who was, well, I don't want to say she prefers it, but we had somebody on the podcast, uh, Maddie, who, um, is a photographer in like the New Jersey, New York area. And she is a nurse and a photographer and she has a podcast and she's been doing that for, like, years, and I don't think she's going to stop any of it anytime soon. And I'm just like, I don't know how, because I'm overwhelmed without having a baby and being a nurse, so. <laughs> well, well, let me tell you something. I actually had four jobs running at the same time at once, where it was, I had, I had the 9 to 5 that I would work at every day. I had the business. It was the baby business. And it was like, okay, let's see what comes out of this. And then um, I also would do, I think it was, I was a, I could technically say I was a cast member, but I wasn't. But uh, I actually would go and pull marketing information every weekend at um, a local theater for the Walt Disney Company. And then I was blogging on a, um, a Disney fan blog and at one point I owned it yeah and then I gave it back <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're like no, no thanks, thanks. <laughs> no <laughs> you see you see uh, but I think I think it all comes with like I'm sure you said the photographer's name was Maddie Maddie I'm sure Maddie is at a place kind of in her life where like she's figured out the balance for that yeah or she she can Mm-hmm. At that point, I could do all of those things. Maybe they weren't all done well, but I I would be able to try to balance it. Um, 
but I think it all comes kind of with where, what season you're in in your life mm-hmm. and, and what is, what are your like long-term goals or even like, even your short-term goals? Because at one point I thought, well, I'm only going to do the blog. So then if anything, I can then do my own blog and at least I'll get experience from that. Yeah. So I was only on weekends. And it was really only when Disney was coming out with a feature or it was a Disney-related feature, even if it wasn't directly Walt Disney Studios. Um, so I would be able to make, you know, an extra, like, an extra good amount to, like, just go do that. And it helped with little extras, like, throughout, well, um, like, the first year or two of, of when Gus and I had first gotten married. Uh, Gus is my darling lovely husband he is really he's really awesome I love him um (laughs) so you have a bachelor's in fine art which I think is really awesome so did you know when you were in college what you wanted to do with your career because I I do find a lot of entrepreneurs um who didn't go to school or went to school sometimes for something like different than what they planned okay so my story is very uh, it's kind of funny in a way because when I first went into college, I went in with the uh, ambition that I was going to become, you guys are going to notice a theme about me. Um, I was going to become a Disney animator. Oh, wow. And I was okay. still going to do the cells, the 2D drawing, all that. And um, once I got to my college, the, uh, they told, or the university, they told me, no, we don't offer that. <laughs> So I was kind of going in very naive thinking, oh, I could just, they probably have it, even though it wasn't on the curriculum. There has to be something that I, if anything, I can, I can figure out. Um, and needless to say, throughout then, I always had art in mind because that's what I always saw myself doing. Um, but it was, it was kind of weird because they, they kind of, I guess our program at that point was very focused on you are going to be like traditional artists you could be you know mixed media or whatever you want to be but you're either going to solely you know gain profit from your work or maybe you'll do like kind of half show your artwork but work for a gallery and and then you at least have some kind of hookup and, and that's how you'll kind of kind of do life um but and, and not to like not to go for the stereotypical like you will be a, a starving artist, but that was kind of like talked a lot about. And um, once I got out of college, I realized that I didn't know what I what I was gonna do. <laughs> so I kind of, so I had the degree, but it was difficult to even. And thinking in Miami that there's so many galleries and there's so many different opportunities for art, especially with Art Basel and and um, the the different. Um, how it works. Um, now I'm trying to remember what they're called. Uh, like pop-ups? Well, like the different pop-ups and then they have festivals that, you know, are, are catered to um, the arts. But it was so hard. It was such a, like, hard acorn or, like, walnut to crack because you come to find out, oh, yeah, the, the galleries really have a very small... Um, amount of employees it's usually just the owner 
then maybe the manager, you may have one guy that's the one that sets up and tears down the show, and then maybe two or three people that are in the office doing kind of the administrative work with the manager, but, like, that's it. And usually those people stay in that gallery or, or museum for, like, years and years and years. So even if you went to go volunteer, it would be, or, or intern, it would be years by the time that you'd actually get a job. So then, um, after a lot of searching, I finally found a job in uh, Hollandale Beach at a art animation gallery that was opening up. So I said, okay, I'm going to try the sales side. And I realized very quickly, I did not like being a shark. (laughs) 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 But uh, I I loved what we sold and and I loved my time there. But I quickly came to realize, like, yeah, I was really close to the point where where we were about to get married. And and I kept looking at kind of the lifestyle that both me and him had. And I was like, you know what? This is not going to work out. Each each one of us coming in at different hours. This is like, that, that's not, you know, not a life to live. So I left and then I uh, I ended up at a broker's insurance office and I was their administrative assistant there for five years and amongst that is where uh, only when Mark grew only because of our experience with our wedding yeah so I mean that's kind of a, I feel I've like probably given you my whole bio no it's, I feel like it's, yeah I feel like it's you know it's good like I just posted the other day on Instagram like if you're at a point in life where you are, you know, you have a regular job that isn't, like, necessarily, like, your complete passion, like, that's okay. Because at the end of the day, like, paying bills is important. And you can work on your dreams on the side. And it's so much easier to, you know, fully launch that business or, you know, be able to have, like, the time to, like, because, I mean, you and I did a rebrand together right before you yeah. went full time. And you were, like, at a point where you're, like, okay, I can invest in my future. I can, you know, do these things because I've, you know, kind of, like, paid my dues, so to speak, like, working this other jobs to make sure that I can be in a place to do this the right way. And, you know, if somebody is in a position where they have the money and they have the connections from the bat, then then great. But major- I think yeah. majority of us are not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I think that a lot of entrepreneurs, unfortunately, struggle unnecessarily. I know I have. Because they, like, want to jump into everything sometimes too quickly. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think it's it's so great if you can have something that is, you know, permanent, that's going to pay your bills, that you know you're going to be able to wake up and go to every day, that's going to be steady while you're building that dream. I think that's and really important. You, and let me tell you, at least in terms of, like, even with having this business full-time, you know, the, the not-so-shiny part that nobody talks about. Um, or rarely talks about is you could go a month without having to pay yourself. Right. Yeah. Because at, because at the end of the day, what, what uh, it, it, and I say this with the knowledge that it depends on what you're doing. Me, yeah. Actually, me and Gus were having this conversation last night. It depends on what you're doing because if you have a business like mine where it is very materials based, you know, you have to keep in mind that whatever, whatever that amount you're getting from the client, you're not seeing that whole amount. 
Right. You know, and and that even goes for some just service based uh, businesses where some people don't think about, well, how much is it that I'm going to have to pay every year to make sure my website is up? How much is it so that if anything, I can keep having the Adobe suite that I desperately need to use for my business every month? Um, if you're going to do newsletters, if you're it, 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 like, so if I, it, usually the tools that will help make your business run smoother and easier and will kind of take away from your everyday administrative duties, those are extra charges or extra um, amounts that are going to come out of what you're getting from a client. Yeah. So that's something that even uh, even now sometimes I tend to forget (laughs) until the end of the month and I go, oh. Yeah, yeah. There's this uh, chart that um, has been on it. Somebody did a calculator actually about if you how much you make in your day job and how much you would make as an entrepreneur or how much you need to make as an entrepreneur to make this salary. And if you're making six figures at a day job, being an entrepreneur, you need to make around $160,000 yeah. to see that amount. And I think people don't think that because they're so excited. They're like, oh, I made six figures. Yeah. But in reality, that's about $70,000 of a regular person's salary. So while that's not a bad thing, you should be very excited uh, finances yeah, yeah. work completely yeah. differently when you work for yourself. They sure no, it is. do. <laughs> you pay all them taxes. Yeah. So, and, <laughs> and at least for me, it was always a, I'm working to help somebody else's dream mm-hmm. when I was working under someone, and now I'm working to see my dream. Yeah. And that's, and I always joke around sometimes with like my parents or with like other people that'll call me and I'll say, Hey, I gotta let you go. I'm late to work. My boss is gonna kill me. Like, and 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 they laugh because they're like, "Oh, you're just so funny. You're your own boss." I'm like, "Yeah, but man, like, or I have the best boss. Like, she's awesome, you know." But my boss is not nice because she's mean <laughs> and she's like, "Listen, get your life." I I have to tell my mom that too, like, because my mom sometimes just does not understand. Like, yeah, I actually do have to work, so. I can't actually talk to you for two hours every day. Like, she finds it to this day mind-blowing. And I'm like, literally, I started my business, like, officially went into business at 21 years old and now I'm 31. And we are still having the same conversation. (laughs) (laughs) But some people don't get it. And that's that's something else entrepreneurs have to deal with, which is, you know, friends and family. Like, there used to be this, like, one meme that everyone kept sharing. And it was like, what I think my job is, what yes. everyone thinks my job is, what I think my job is when I'm actually working it. Like, and it's, a lot of people yeah. sometimes will have the difficulty of, yeah, but you're at home. Like, I, I, I work from home, but that doesn't mean I'm just at home lounging on the couch eating Lucky Charms all day. Like, <laughs> Which would be great, but yeah, <laughs> that's not how it works. No, no, no. <laughs> but yeah. So you offer everything from custom invitation suites in Calgary to custom signage. We talked about this jacket that you wrote on, this birth announcement box uh, or gender reveal box. So what are some of your favorite projects that you've worked on thus far? I have to say the jackets have been a lot of fun. Um, Whenever a client comes to me and... I absolutely love when they have like a specific idea in mind 
Um, a lot of them have been when the Disney fans have come to me and they're like, I don't want to like have it so Disney, but I want to have like that little touch of magic. Like that always gets me going because I'm like, oh my gosh. And I start geeking out. <laughs> um, I had one bride who came to me and said, um, it was a few years ago, I want a Disney wedding, but not uh, a Disney nautical wedding. But not Little Mermaid, not Finding Nemo, none of the Disney movies. It just has to have a touch of Disney. So it was literally trying to come up with how to invoke that, especially for her. And at one point, I turned to her fiance, and he was the, the poor thing. He was quiet the entire meeting, mm. and and it was kind of one of those. He he just came because she told him to. <laughs> And um, she, he, I told him, hey, is there anything I can do for you? Like, is there any, anything? Because, like, Brittany's already given me everything. But what do you, what do you want to see? And he said, well, it would be kind of cool to add, like, a little touch of Star Wars, too. So somehow in the design, we were able to, I was able to finagle putting in the Rebel icon. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yes. So that if... If there was a, uh, a Disney fan looking at it, they would look at it and go, oh, my God, this looks like the back of, you know, the cruise ships. And, and oh, my God, there's the, the rebel icon from Star Wars. If they would be, have no idea of any of that, they would have still seen it and said, oh, my goodness, this is such a beautiful design. And, and, and I love doing that. Yes, I love that stuff. I, I love doing that. Like, right now I'm working on a Star Wars invitation where it is straight up, Star Wars invitation <laughs> and, I, and I've had to try to kind of pull back and say but wait well let's hold on Let, let's try to figure out how to make it Star Wars but not like hit you over the club with Star Wars yeah and and I am so excited to reveal that once once this wedding is, is over because that one is like gonna be really good <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love those sort of pieces when, like, you can see that personality in it, but it's not, like, mm-hmm. over the top. Because, like, you know, that way when it's, like, you know, 40 years from now, if they're looking at their wedding invitations and they're, like, oh, cool, like, yes, I see, like, you know, the rebel icon here, but it's not, like, overpowering the whole entire thing. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, I, I, I love, like, just, like, little hints of, like you said, hints of magic like that. Yes. And then one thing that I, I constantly remind clients is, even even when it comes to the more casual, I, I remind them, like, remember that the invitation is going to be that window that your guest and the first impression that your guest is going to have for your event. And sometimes people don't think about that, and they go and, and let's say they're having their wedding at the Biltmore. They end up going and getting a design that looks like they're getting married in the backyard. Yeah. And it's like wait, but, but one does not, you know, one of these things are not, does not match the other. So we can kind of, you know, lace in a little bit of fun and a little bit of magic in there, but without it kind of, you know, taking down the element of like gorgeousness and class to it, like to the design. Yeah. So you also have a shop and you're working on some like really fun, nerdy pieces for the shop. So what can our listeners expect to find in your shop? Okay. So right now I'm, I'm still getting a couple things up on the shop. 
Um, I know that there's going to be a lot of quotes going up soon. Um, after this weekend, I'm, I'm really pushing for um, kind of the gender reveal box kits. And I know this is like for a specific client, but those have been fun. Or even just building that one this weekend was really, really fun. Um, just a, a, I mean, there's been just a couple different things that I've put up on the shop and, and hope that they're, you know, they move and, and that they're accepted and, and hugged. <laughs> Someone love them. I, love you, please. I love that, like, so much of, like, what you do ends up coming from, like, stuff that you try first. Like, I mean, you opened up the your main shop after, or, like, you opened up your business, rather, after, like, you got married and did your own invitations. Yeah. And then now you've done this gender reveal in, like, this really cool way. And so now you're putting those in the shop. That's really smart and awesome. And, like, I, like, it's kind of one of those things where you kind of look at it and go, man, like, I have, I have the tools necessary to do it. And this is one of the other things that kind of started the business as well. Like, I have the background in design, and I can use Photoshop, and I can use um, Illustrator and, and different programs through Adobe, and I have different methods either to figure out how to stick something to something or, or how to paint. And some people don't have that, not necessarily because they weren't trained, but um, everyone's mind works differently, so, or, and their abilities and their talents work differently too. So they may try, but then they look at the Pinterest and it's like their result is the Pinterest fail. But it's, and it's not to say that in a mean way. It's just a realistic look to it. And if I can do something that somebody's going to really love and it's going to make their, like their special event or their day, like leveled up because of that. Like, yeah, I, I want to push to have those kind of things in the shop. So. Yeah, I think that definitely works, especially with a gender reveal box kit, which I didn't even know was a thing, BTW, until this conversation. <laughs> I don't, I, I've never seen one before yeah. until she did one. I've, yeah. like, never, I mean, like, I Like, I've know, seen a gender reveal, but, but not, I like, know, like, with you, a Yeah, box, get a whole, yeah. like, kit and, and get it set up, because I didn't do one, and I don't, I'm not a huge fan. But yeah, I no, I so. think, I think for us, there was, like, so much talk of, or at least for us, it was um, our families, like, like kind of are all separated. So it's a little difficult to kind of have everybody under one roof all at the same time. So we were lucky that we got pregnant and it was like it, that around the time of Christmas. So we're like, okay, we're going to tell everybody on Christmas. You know, we're, that's when we're going to tell everybody in person. So I always feel like some of these things you need to do and, you know, you want to do in person. You want to yeah. see the excitement on everyone's face, especially when it's like the first out, you know, the first kid on either both sides or, or whatever the case may be. And at least for us, it was like, okay, even if it's for an hour, at least we'll get everybody kind of under one in one area. That way we could just do it. But in terms of the kits, like, I remember even looking through Pinterest trying to figure out, okay, I kind of have this idea, but I don't know how to do it. And even then, like, it was not helpful. Right. <laughs> and it was usually, like, the repetitive same thing. And, yeah, no. Sometimes and even Pinterest then, like, makes things more I remember, complicated for me. <laughs> I remember, 
I remember mentioning the idea to my cousin who was like super like, you have to do one. And I remember mentioning the Star Wars idea. And she's like, oh, a Jedi or princess? And I'm like, if it's a girl, she can be a Jedi too. (laughs) (laughs) But um, kind of like in the same vein of that, like, I don't know. I guess having different things in the market is great too because not everybody's going to want to do tutus and bow ties. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, that's but, very true. When I have but, a, uh, when I have a kid, everything's going to be Harry Potter themed. I'm sure you guys are both shocked to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you want to hear something really funny? Yes. One of my sisters actually gave me like already for like the newborn shots, like the, like the little outfit with the little glasses. Yes, for Harry Potter, yes. Yes. I love so. it. A Harry Potter baby. That's the best <sighs> one. <laughs> but yes, no, that's not surprising. Somehow there's going to be a snitch hung in the room. Yeah. There's going to, uh, there will be a Nimbus 2000 on the wall with the wand. I can totally see all of this. Yeah, that's going to be very Harry Potter. If I have a baby <laughs> ever. That's still a big if. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So systems are our jam. We love talking about systems and what processes, yeah. and we love talking to our guests about what they're doing. So what is your process like from the beginning of into the end of when working with a client? I know it will vary a little bit, but just and, the basic yes. outline would be awesome. It always varies. Um, for me, it is either the client will email me or I will be referred by either an, an old client or a vendor and um, I, I will send them a kind of an introductory email, just introducing myself and saying, hi, it's nice to meet you, um, and giving them almost a, it's a welcome packet, a welcome packet that just kind of gives them, if they haven't been to the website, a more direct, like, shorter synopsis of this is the company, you know, this is our company, this is who I am. You know, here's the origin story of why we started the business. Um, sorry, hold on. Let me take a glass of water. Cause, yeah. <laughs> um, and a link to set up a, um, an appointment. And it will directly go to my calendar once they've done so. Um, once I get that notification, I'll send them a questionnaire. And my main, um, the main platform I use is HoneyBook. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, mm-hmm. but I love it. I absolutely love it because um, it allows me to literally do all of the things. And I have, I have a questionnaire that I send them once they make the appointment. That way I can kind of get information from them already before I get there because if for example they I I even have price point on there so that if they are unreal or if they are unrealistic about their budget and they're sending me pictures of these beautiful laser layered pockets and right and all things I can before the meeting have a come to Jesus moment yeah and and kind of say hey so you're saying you want this, but you're you want to spend two hundred max oh, on <laughs> on your suite. Like, 
you know, that's not realistic. And kind of educate them on, well, maybe we can do this. And if they have a specific theme or color in mind, or if they already know, like, I want to do a pocket, I, I want to do um, just, like, the basic set, then I know what I can take to the meeting. And when we go to the meeting, you know, we, we talk, we go through the different um, types of papers that we have and the options. And from there, then there's a retainer put down. And um, I pretty much do an initial design plus three edits for each piece that they're going to have. And we pretty much take, it's about maybe two and a half weeks max to get that out. And then I go into processing to make the, the pieces and then I give them their work and then they send them out. Hopefully that same week. I feel like <laughs> that's a pretty good timeline. <laughs> Yeah, that's really, that's yeah. actually Because I was saying, like, when I, when I did, like, because I, like, you know, when I got married, it was, like, way before I knew you, or else, obviously, I would have hired you, but, um, like, I worked Which with a girl who actually was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I worked with a girl who actually was in Miami, funny enough, who owned, um, a small business as well, and, like, oh, my God, I, I it took, like, forever. <laughs> like, yeah. it took us, like, forever, and I feel like my... My invitations weren't that complicated, and also, like, she had an option where I could assemble them myself and save, right. like, a ton of money, so she would just, like, create all the different pieces, and I'd assemble them, which I ended up doing, which I wish I didn't, because I had, like, 120 invitations, and yeah. there was, like, this little diamond piece that I had to, like, manually put in each one with, like, tweezers, and I was just like, this was a bad plan for me. Like, well, and John is not crafty at all, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, but like that's, that's something that, like, I can offer, but most of the time, I include assembly. Yeah. Because, uh, if anything, the only thing that won't be assembled is the, the RSVP card. Only because I feel uh, you should put, uh, I always push, unless the, you know, the couple aren't, like, very uh, bon uh, budget conscious. They, I always encourage put the name of your guests on there and put yeah. like we are holding these seats, this amount of seats. Yep. So people don't get crazy honor. and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna bring seven people," and it's like, "No, no, it says two. Calm down." <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Or like you have down here. I, I don't know if either. Well. I, or you have down here where your your abuelita calls and says, or your great your grandia calls and says your your granddaughter says, "I mean, and I'm now I'm gonna go into Spanish." And I'll, I'll, I'll work. We we we. I'm not gonna understand you. I'm gonna let you know. Like well, no, I'm no, gonna no, get lost real I'll, fast. That's why I'll translate after. I mean, ya tengo un nieto que necesita una novia, necesita mujer, y le puedo traer. In other words. Honey, oh my dear, my love, I have this this nephew, this mm -hmm. you know, this second cousin mm -hmm. that we don't know how they're related, but he's single, he needs a wife. Can I bring him to the wedding oh to God. find you one or find him <laughs> one? And then, you know, usually if you don't have that listed, you you kind of are like, well, but but you like essentially you did not set the standard. Yeah. For you know how what many? you were expecting that essentially what what you are to expect from them 
And so either it's like a case-by-case basis or you already have it listed and you say, look, I'm really sorry, Abuelita. This is how many I have. The venue doesn't let us put any more. And this is how many people we had for you. I'm sorry, the nephew cannot come to find a wife here. But we really want you to come. (laughs) Yeah, because I swear that like older relatives do not understand how much weddings cost. Because I had an uncle try to pull the same type of thing on me. And I was like, listen, this is expensive. And also, like, I don't know those people. So I don't want them here. Thanks. Bye. I was very, like, I had, like, my list. And that was the end of that. I I did not. I Like, I was so type A and anxious around my wedding that, like, I wouldn't let anybody tell jokes about the wedding. Like, I was like, we don't joke about the wedding. Yeah, it was was a lot. But I was like, I had the massive wedding at, like, 22 years old, which I feel like is, like, early to have a wedding of that size where you're, like, planning it all by yourself and paying for it all by yourself. It was stressful. (laughs) Well, we also have to kind of think of back then, like, I at least know with my parents, like, this is going to shock people. Like, there were, like, 800 people at their wedding. Like, 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 it was a lot of people. But that's because everything, it was so much cheaper. Yeah. And that's kind of what you did. You invited everybody. Yeah. Because ultimately, they were going to give gifts. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it was cheaper, and then you wanted gifts, so it kind of made sense. Yeah, but now... It is a lot more expensive. To, it's a lot more expensive to do everything. Yeah. God bless. We're we're. It, it's with everything because even yeah. with like buying a house and and this kid, yeah. You see it and yeah. you're like, holy cow! How much to put the kid in, into a bouncer? Really? But <laughs> you said put the kid into a bouncer. <laughs> well, no. And and like it's really funny because like you start having people come to you and tell you. Hey, I want to gift you this. And like, especially with like the older family members they are like, I'm going to gift you this big item, like a, uh, a stroller or something. And you're like, how much do you think the stroller costs? Oh, $200. And then like, you kind of look at each other and go, uh, not the one I want. And it's like, you know, the, one of the kind of the bigger ones that like, you'll be able to use like for like, a good amount of the child's life because that's yeah. the other pro- problem is they're going to grow so quickly. <laughs> but you kind of like realize like, man, how much is like everything, you know, now? Let me guess. Is it time. like $500? Huh? Let me guess. Is it like $500, the stroller you want? Well, okay. The stroller, I haven't really picked out yet, but like when it comes to like the crib, the crib is about like 500 bucks. The only good mm-hmm. thing is it opens up to like, you know, yeah, to, they to can be use able to do like time. three or four phases of life. Yeah. And it's not a twin bed. Yeah. But it's kind of one of those things where I guess the same thing goes for any kind of event yeah. where like before, even for like bridal showers and stuff, like baby showers, it used to just be go to somebody's house. Oh, we have a little table set up or everybody just kind of, you know, a small amount of people come over and we do little games, you know, not nothing like extravagant little games and give gifts and that's it but now everything's kind of its own production which i mean it, it's great but yeah it's good for you because it keeps you in business <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 no yeah. no no like don't get me wrong i yeah. love the fact that it's become an experience yeah but at the same time like that's also kind of where it you know this whole thing of 
oh, but I can just bring as many people as I want to this person's wedding. Exactly. Or I can, I can invite a whole bunch of people and bring them with me, you know, to, to whatever event it is. Yeah. Speaking of kids, uh, what is your maternity leave plan for work? Because um, oh I know God. that a lot of times, you know, when people in small businesses, it's like a lot of times people don't think that out per se. Um, so did you talk about it ahead of time, uh, what your plan was going to be? Do you have a plan in place? And uh, what do you think, like, how do you think being a parent is going to change your business, if it will at all, like how you run your business? Oh, I think being a parent is going to change every aspect of life. Um, but one thing that we, we this was a, a big surprise, a very big happy surprise. Um, and at least for us, I know that come July when, when baby is due, um, I know July is just going to kind of be like a, nobody talked to me. Nobody, you know, it's great if you want to come talk to me and like set out an appointment for maybe like the end of August. But I'm not, I, I really don't want to do anything because I almost like look at all the, the sitcoms and kind of look at everybody else's uh, experiences with children that I know. And they're all like, I don't sleep. I don't eat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just taking care of the kids. And I you do early July or late July? Early part. Okay. So, so yeah. So like about giving yourself like eight weeks. Uh, yeah, more or less. And I'm trying to give myself also some bumper in front only because I, it, it always happens, but like, I always try to put a bumper even like for the holidays or whatever, just so I can enjoy it. Cause mm -hmm. that's the other aspect of like being an entrepreneur. I'm pregnant. Like, you really want to enjoy the pregnancy and the, all the aspects of like resting and depending on your, your own experience with the pregnancy. Like I, I've had, thank God, an amazing pregnancy where there's not been any nausea, nothing, but not everyone's that lucky. In fact, like a lot of the people that I know that have either been pregnant or are currently pregnant randomly at the same time as me, they are all sick as dogs. And that's not like for a few weeks. That's like almost the majority of the pregnancy. That sounds horrible. And I feel like that's also one of those things like you can't really plan for. And if you own a you business can't. and you're sick every day, I just don't like if you're like having to like run to like throw up every five minutes while you're like work, working on these invitations. That's. Oh, yeah. Oof, yeah. And one of the things that I remember I had before, like, this was, like, maybe two years before I actually made the jump, I I actually went and I um, spoke to, um, it's it's uh, one of the ladies at church, the church that I go to, and she has her own business. She she does interior design. And I remember I was like, you know what, let me, let me ask her, or let me just sit down with her and kind of pick her brain because, you know, I do, uh, you know, I love being married. I do want to have kids one day. But just to kind of get, like, a little bit of insight of what that actually looks like from the other side. And so I remember talking to her, and I remember her telling me, but I didn't have my business till my kids were grown. And I was like, really? She's like, yeah, because you were just tired the entire time you were pregnant. And I just kept thinking in my head, oh, yeah, but she doesn't know how I am, and and, and, you know, whatever, like, that, does, that doesn't make sense. Like, you could still kind of have, like, the muster, you can always muster up energy and just go and work. 
yeah, the first few weeks of pregnancy, that idea went out the window so quickly that it was like, wow, she knew what she was talking about, but nobody had ever told me how tired you can get. Like, I don't nap. And somehow I was napping. Yeah. And I know it's like it's super far in the future, but have are you do you have like a childcare plan for like ages three and well probably two right because I'm pretty sure at two they're like in your face stopping you from doing work. I I think even in between, like even in the first year they're kind of in your face because like you can kind of put them down at some point at least from what I've seen like from a few friends and and family. You yeah, can kind of put true. them down for that's the first true. few months. Yeah. But then the other thing Once is also... Once they can move, it's like, it's it's over. So are you planning to put them in childcare? Are you going to try to, like, ha- have them at home? Like, what's your plan for that? I We are planning to kind of have him at home. Um, But at one point, I may have to, like, seek the help of family and friends to kind of, like, hey, do you think maybe for two hours today you can come by so I can get work done? Because I know a lot of mompreneurs that that's what they end up doing. And then as they get older, once they're, like, at the age to really put them into, like, a daycare or school, then they go in. Uh, Which works out really well because you can do, like, half a day or you can do the full day, you know, whatever it is that you think is best for your kid. But but that's kind of right now, I kind of have a fuzzy idea, but it's, it's still kind of a little far yeah, it's a little far out. You have a little bit of time to figure it out. I still have a little bit of time to figure it out. A little bit. <laughs> so you are super involved with your church, your community, the Rising Tide Society, and running your business. What are some things that you do to stay balanced also while managing, you know, appointments with your OB and all that fun stuff? Um, so I, I do a lot of, I, I, I do volunteer a lot, um, with my church and I do um I I am part of the team for rising tide the good thing is is that those things or those aspects kind of come in I want to say like they aren't as um what's the word I'm looking for they aren't as demanding as the business so it's like maybe once a month is when we're really focusing on, okay, we have the meeting, you know, at the state for right for our Tuesdays Together local chapter. What are we doing? You know, the different things like that. Um, and with church, it's, you know, we go to small group and we go every Sunday. And right now, Gus is doing um, security and I serve with the band. Um, every It's like maybe two times out of the month. But... Being able to do those things and also essentially being able to lend talents that I have to those, to those, um, like both the different bodies, I think helps balance what I do with my business. Because, for example, with Rising Tide, like I essentially, they, their, their title for me is the unicorn. Because I essentially, whatever it is that somebody needs, that's what I end up doing. So, like, we need the invitation for the, for the meetings. I do that. For the, um, for 
maybe some of the signs or graphic work that needs to go on the or go on our social media and different things, I can do that. Uh, even when it comes to certain, I guess, administrative or systems, if you will, um, sometimes I'll end up being the one to say, hey, maybe we can use this. Or we'll be the first one to figure out, hey, so paperless post is really great. Like, you can set up the invitation and send out to artists all the RSVPs, and we actually get RSVPs back, letting us know this is how many people it is. So just as an example of it gives you even a little break to do something a little different than what you're doing in your business, but it also gives you, like, a little more experience so that maybe something within either of those you can use use in it as well. Um and in terms of how to stay balanced, I really make it a point to, like, say, at one point of the night, I am turning off. Like, I'm actually turning. I, I can't check any more emails. I might go on Instagram every once in a while because I think that's all of our guilty pleasures. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, and I just sit and I actually, like, get to have, like, a dinner or just watch TV with my husband or I'll go upstairs if he's not home and I'll just kind of like sit and chill and maybe read. Um, and then I also try to focus on stuff that's, you know, that's personal because there's at least for uh, my, from my experience as an entrepreneur, you have a lot of interchanging thoughts throughout the day that you're like, Oh, crud, I need to email this person for, you know, they reached out to me to, like, be a, you know, to hopefully be a client. And then in the middle of that thought, you go, oh, crud, I'm supposed to have, you know, we have this event for a family member. Oh, crud, I need to go get it. Like, it is so interchangeable at all times that, like, there are times where you just need to turn it off <laughs> because it can get really overwhelming. And that's kind of one of the big deals about finally going full time because even when I was working for someone else, not only was it I was trying to have my thought process for their, you know, for their business, I was having the thought process for my business and then I was having the thought process for my personal stuff too. So it can be super overwhelming that at one point like, you just need to go and say, I'm turning off. I need to learn how to do that. I used to be good at it. Now I'm not so great at it. Like, I've been kind of, like, staying on my computer until I, like, pass out. But, yeah, it is really important to have that time at the end of the day. Like, I, I personally love to spend that time, like, reading. Sometimes I'll just, like, take a shower and I – because for whatever reason, like, hot water – I'm, like, a baby hot water and, like, <laughs> hot milk and stuff. Stuff like that makes me, like, sleepy. So I'll have, like, you know, like, hot tea with, like, you know, almond milk and a shower and, like, read and – That'll kind of help me, you know, unless I'm working on, like, a crazy project, which is what yeah. my life is like right now. But, yeah, it is. It's so important to, like, just completely turn off. Yeah, and, and being able to, like, if, you know, if you have a partner in your life, being able to connect with them because that's mm -hmm. another whole, you know, a whole, a, a, whole, a, 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 a whole other eggshell, like, yeah. bunch of eggs that, like, you're trying to, like, you're trying to live your best life in a sense when you're an entrepreneur and like trying to have the best of all the worlds. And sometimes you tend, it, it does happen where you kind of forget like, Hey, this is the person that like, I really like, 
they're supposed to be my best friend and like there there may be times where you'll you'll turn to them and go oh wait but what is it that you're doing this week or what are your plans for this week I have no idea you know or like what you kind of start to lose a little bit of like the dating aspect in a sense of like the excitement and all the butterflies it becomes normal so like you almost feel like no like you still need to like get to know it sounds weird but you still need to keep getting to know your partner no matter how many years you guys have been together yeah I agree because we're all constantly evolving and changing at all times so it makes sense yeah so what are you looking what are you currently working on in terms of goals and what can our listeners expect to hear and see from you over the next couple of months outside of a really cute baby Uh, uh, besides a really cute a a really cute fantastic baby uh a little a cute little padawan um i'm actually putting together with a local um with a local place uh charisma you've been there at creative cove we are actually putting together a workshop for april okay which i'm like super super excited um, it's kind of along the lines of what I do with the jackets, but it's going to be a little different. I, I, we're still kind of working on it, so I'm not going to give too much away, but it's going to be, it's going to be really, really cool. That way, no matter what your skill set is, you can come in and come out with something super beautiful to use as decor in your home. Um, is it going to be on a weekend? It is. It okay, is cool. Maybe I'll weekend. come up and take it then, depending on, because that could be really fun. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. It's not so, going to be very cute when I finish it, but it's it's all right. <laughs> Artist objective. Trust me. <laughs> trust, trust me. Trust me. It, it, like uh, like the, it was one of the focuses of, of what we were discussing. Where, um, it, it, I hope that it's for all skill sets because sometimes you go into a workshop and you don't realize like maybe the person that is taking the workshop literally has way more experience than you do. And they are literally like killing it on their project and having everyone hover over them. So I, I welcome any skill set. Um, the other thing is of course, putting more stuff up on the shop. Um, right now I'm working on a few different invitations for a few weddings, uh, a few save the dates and um, trying to think of any of the other projects we have coming up, um, and just you know continue designing and continue creating these beautiful projects. That like the other thing that sometimes people don't realize is this is kind of part of their story. Mm-hmm. I wrote a blog on it, and you don't realize some of the treasures that you might have. Um, kind of hidden away in in a storage unit and recently we found my parents invitation for their wedding and you kind of get to see you know this was their beginning essentially or this was a key like element to their beginning and so that's kind of kind of also kind of what I see with um with some of the projects that we're doing so that's awesome well, I kind of went on a tangent there. Sorry. No, I went, no. Went yeah, because I mean, like, it kind of <laughs> brings it full circle. It's like, that's why you do what you do at the end of the day, yes. because it's like, you know, those paper products. I mean, I have, like, papers from 
like that were my grandparents, you know what I mean? From like way back in yeah. the day, I actually have, um, like the wedding certificate and invitation that was my great grandparents, um, before they like came over from Italy. So like stuff like that is really awesome. And I feel like, you know, people like I'm like, we kind of like we talked about, like it's, I don't love that everything is so expensive in life, but at the same time, yeah. like it's really worth to invest like in good, like stationary during those times of your life that are so important where you're going to be looking back. I know I have my wedding invitation still. So yeah. You know. and, and there are people that will kind of, and they'll say it in the meetings too, where I'm like, would you say this to a photographer, you know, or something, something close to what I'm about to say, you know, Oh, but people are just going to throw this away. Yeah. And yeah. And for me, it's like, but you're still coming to me and you need it. But and you won't be. That's the thing. Like, and I mean, like, your mom won't be throwing it away. You won't be exactly. throwing it away. You're so, exactly. So it's like, you exactly. know, you want to you wanna make sure that you invest your time into it. So it makes yeah. sense. Well, thank you so oh, much, Monique, you. for talking to us today. I feel like we learned so much. And I'm really excited to see all the fun, nerdy stuff go up in your shop. And I'm excited yeah. for all of our listeners to be able to go check it out. Yes, definitely. And whenever you can, make sure to follow on. I'm really, really up on Instagram. And I'm sure Charisma can tell you how funny sometimes the stories get. Yeah, you're really good at stories and you're really (laughs) consistent with your Instagram posting for sure. So definitely, you know, continue to follow us. We'll definitely be posting up, you know, whenever we have new projects and and um, any of, you know, the workshop information. And who knows, I might have, we were talking about it, and it may, you know, the first one may sell out, so we may need to do a second one. So it all just depends on um, on how it's accepted. But I'm, I'm really excited to see where, you know, the business is kind of growing into. It's definitely a lot different than when I first started, but it's still all really exciting. And so tell, tell the listeners where your here. Instagram is. I am um, at Instagram.com slash OnlyOneMarkInc. Awesome. Thank you so much, Monique. Thank you, guys.